When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Don't like to bring us down, but that is really sad no, news about Ray yeah, it, is. it really is. Young. 67 years old. Yeah. Very 67 young. years old. He was, um, I think he was filming a movie. Yeah, and, and the DR, is that what you said? Uh, yeah, movie? that's what I saw. Yeah, so he's in the Dominican Republic um, shooting a movie, 67 years old, and mm. an incredibly iconic role as Henry Hill. Um, we remember that really well. He also was Shoeless Joe Jackson in Field of Dreams. Another right. Another very prominent role. Um, I know you're the Goodfellas guy. You're the mob movie guy. Uh, it, it That's at the top of your list. Well, I know that. And a lot of people, right? Like, sure. If you look back, and, and it's funny because we bring this up all the time, whether it's Godfather or Casino or Goodfellas. Damn, that's really sad. That really is. It just kind of came out of nowhere. And that, that I know for most people, we joke around about it, but one of the most iconic ones that it could be in the middle of, on TBS on a Saturday at 2 p.m. and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just watch this. <laughs> it get unedited, edited. It really your commercials kinda, are coming on. Yeah. You're like, no, that's fine. I'll sit through this six that's minutes fine. of Tide and Subway commercials to get to the next scene where uh, tells him to go get a shine box. Yeah, I, I'm gonna sit through this. What do you mean I'm funny? You know, you're funny. Like you know, you're funny. You make people laugh. It's just and every time you see it, it's that sitting. That's what it was such a great performance, right? That he could go from being the wise guy that was mm-hmm. scary, a little violent, a little unpredictable, to now all of a sudden he's terrified mm-hmm. that the crazier, more violent guy is going to do something to him. And then he kind of realized it's just the, the whole thing about it, just a, a tremendous uh, performance. And it, it's hard right. to play both deep, deep malice mm-hmm. and likability. Right, that that's kind of the deal. Like you, I mean, I don't know, I won't speak for you, but you're kind of rooting for Henry Hill in that movie, oh, and at yeah. the same time. He's a really bad guy. Oh, no question about you. He's a you really bad guy, him. but you're pulling for him. He gets home. Remember when he uh, gets home, I think, after coming back from jail, and she flushes. Yeah. Well, she shouldn't have done that. He told her not to do that. And, they never would have found it in the roof. And you're kind of sitting there like, he needed that. Right? Like, <laughs> the whole time, just stupid just scenes like that. All of a sudden, you find yourself, like you said, kind of rooting for the guy. That, Am I supposed to be rooting for this guy? Yeah. I, I, I guess I guess he was having a kind of a nice resurgence, too, just as far as movies he was working on, things that he was doing. I guess they were going to come up with some type of series as well. I want to say on Apple Plus uh, eh, or Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And, eh, just un- unfortunate. It's a bummer. I, I yeah. wonder, and you know, you and I are, are not actors, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening to us right now that are, are hustling, trying to make their way in that world. Obviously, you want success. Yep. You want you want to have commercial success. You want to have critical success, all of these things. But when you get a role like that, you're Henry Hill for oh, a really oh, yeah. long time. Every other time you pop, oh, that's the guy from Goodfellas. That's mm-hmm. Henry Hill. It's not Ray Liotta necessarily. Is that that's got to be good, right? That, because it means you you hit it out of the park. That you nailed a role so perfectly that it it it's part of your identity for the rest of your career. But I wonder if you know those who are I don't know if you're one of the the main characters in the Office. Are you ever going right. to be seen as something different? If you're Kramer from Seinfeld. You're right. Kramer from Seinfeld. Are you ever going to be seen as something different? Maybe they love it. Maybe they're like, damn, I wish I could just actually show some other roles or show other things that I do. But 
Yeah, that's a that's an interesting way of putting it because you are right because there, there's certain people 20 years later and you're like, oh yeah, that's that guy. Ray Liotta would show up in a movie mm-hmm. or on a TV show. You're like, yeah, God, I love Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just yeah. and it's a positive association, but I'm sure that after being in you know a million things like he was, it's like, yeah, you know, I did do a couple of other things. I was Shoeless Joe Jackson, you know. I did I I did play baseball with Kevin Costner in a movie. That was pretty cool. That's a good way to do it. But I, I take it you were much bigger goodfellas fan than field of dreams field of dreams is down my list of baseball it's okay i don't i don't hate it it's not like it's a bad movie but it's i don't really go for you know how much i love baseball right yep i i don't really go for the baseball as poetry and romance like a lot of other people that's not really my lane i i like baseball because i like baseball i think it's i think the guys that play it are kind of funny and weird and 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 out there like i'm more of in the bull durham lane than i am the uh the field of dreams lane yeah, I remember. Was it you and Mace were talking about, it and you were like, "Eh, not your, yeah. not your no. full cup of tea." Though. No, it, it's okay. I mean, there's ghosts in the corn. Come on. Well, they, I mean, they replayed like, it last year. Come on, huh? They replayed. No, it No, that last was a cool game. Real... I think they're doing it again this year yeah, too, right? Are. Yeah, I think they, they are. are. Yeah, I think. By the way, make it those two oh, teams again. That. It was great. Oh. Ball, Aaron Judge homering into the corn and having all the other guys come out of the corn. Did you guys play a lot of baseball in the corn, uh, Taylor? Were you a baseball kid at all? No, I didn't play baseball. That wasn't a catching thing. Beavers. <laughs> catching beavers. Catching beavers. Beaver trapping and wrestling yep. in Iowa. That's what they do. Yeah, no, they're very good at wrestling. Yeah. I knew that that's a, a popular sport there. But were there a lot of baseball fields? Because for people that don't know, I think a lot of people that listen to us do know. Mm-hmm. Taylor's from Iowa. He's an mm-hmm. Iowan. Were there numerous? Home of the field of dreams. Just there? Just they only play baseball in the corn in Dyersville? Is that Never it? seen that. Yeah. Okay. Just Dyersville. If we move this um, if we move this setup in here and we kind of use this more as a, kind of like a little wrestling type of you and Trav going at it, how long before you put him in some type of a move where his arm is dislocated and behind his head? Give me three seconds. I think that's yeah. – I'll take the under. <laughs> I think it would, those I think are, would take those are, less time than that. There are certain people that you don't want to fight. Wrestlers. For you and I, we don't want to fight anybody. Right. Okay? Because we don't like our chances. Right. There is the UFC crop that it's like you can hit me in the face nine times and I'm smiling while blood is coming down my nose through my teeth. Sure. Then there's the wrestling guys that I had a buddy of mine who is a lot smaller than me. And I knew at any point within 6.4 seconds he would have he would have my right leg over my shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, I want nothing to do with those they have guys. those cauliflower ears. Gotta look yeah, that's – that's look, if you mess with somebody with those ears, that's on you. But everything is just – it's it's all it's a, it's a science it's precision i'm like i don't know what's going on here i was just going to throw one jab which i've never <laughs> thrown in my life and next thing i know i'm on my yeah, I'm well, on my back i i i know what how- What's less than nothing? That's how much I know about uh, MMA. I, I don't know. But I think I do know that the vast majority of those guys come from wrestling backgrounds. Those are the guys that are, are the red. They, you, no, I think no, some no, of them want to be on the ground. Others want to. Yeah, yeah there's the stand-up like guys, too, that mm-hmm. do jiu-jitsu, other forms of fighting. I choose, did you wrestle? I choose none. I did not. I played basketball. Yeah. It was the same season as basketball. So Okay. I feel Re- a little better. Basketball, mm-hmm. beaver trapping, and uh, he's a cross-country kid, right? Yeah, there you go. Good memory. You gotta, you wow, gotta, Trav. Well, I listen. Look at you. You know, I, I, I listen to these things. They matter to me. I like to mm-hmm. know what's going on. Speaking of which, and sample, I know that you play music on Wednesday nights. How did it go last oh, night? Oh, you, you guys didn't show up. Not last night. We're oh. going to get there right okay. after the taco party. We can go after you guys I was move me say, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday could be just a full day. I, we could of, do Emily's move. Yep. Hit that restaurant. Go to Muhammad. Go to Hermosa Beach. And then go to Hermosa and, to watch Taylor play. It's not awful. Good show last night? 
It was, yeah, it was a yeah. good show. Always, always a good little. Uh, do you play the same songs or do you mix it up? We mix it up, but I've been doing it for about a year, and it's kind of the same rotation. We like of songs. to move it, move it. <laughs> that one, right? <laughs> what it's is actually, that from? Why can't I pull it? That's uh, Madagascar. 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 That's what it is. You went with a Madagascar references. I just like, assumed that's it. off the Sliwa Bingo card. That <laughs> that was not coming up. That sounded like one of those when you walk in, and it's like that's the song that's going. So it's a band. How many members of your band? So it's uh, a guitar player and I are the main two, and then there's kind of a rotating cast of of characters that come through. So do you do higher, covers? Do you do? Uh, yeah, we do covers. Okay. Mm-hmm. There what? was a 50 year old birthday party, so there are a bunch of older ladies in there whoa, last night. Oh, easy, easy, up. easy. I mean, <laughs> older than I. I mean, I feel like that's that very was old a to him. personal that's attack very old right to him. there. What's, what's there's a bunch of these old people in there. They're like 50. Uh, look at look at those old ladies. Trav, how old are you? <laughs> yeah, around that age. Older, older. Well, yeah, around you could have just said age. there was a fifty-year-old birthday party. That's that, that, that offers no judgment. So there's These only dinosaurs. So there's only two solidified band members right now. Yeah. How do you determine who gets well, the other spots? No, I got unless you're going to give me listen, the tambourine. Moving, Some of the other guys have different things going week. on. You know, one of the guys is in the Air Force, so he's doing um he's doing a lot of that. Uh, his duties conflict with the band schedule oh, talk so. about his priorities <laughs> sure you want to have protecting the country the i mean someone what are you gonna go fly that plane you're gonna come and play the tambourine what are you what, are, what are you, you're gonna you're gonna go ref, actually, yeah. refuel the air you're force one in midair or are you gonna play this uh doobie brothers cover with us <laughs> you know what what do you got going on here what's, what's your excuse this week doing? huh <laughs> what what sort of covers do you do we do a lot of country covers, do a lot of rock, uh, folk covers. Dua Lipa, we do, we do pretty much everything. Your favorite, your favorite performer, Dua Lipa. Is yeah, that right? a person or a band? That is yes. A, a it sounds region. like a person. It is a person. That's a yeah. region. <laughs> the Dua Lipa ver- area of I'm La Paz. I'm going there. I'm taking a week Depends off. on who's walking in. We're going know? to La Paz and we're staying at Dua Lipa. <laughs> That sounds about right. It does it's a hotel like that. chain. Travis, uh, what's your character, that woman who wants everyone to know it's her birthday? Candace. Was Candace at this yeah. uh, performance last night? That's pretty much, yeah. Oh, there was probably it's a couple Candace. Candace. I just turned 50. Yeah, I bet you she was really oh. subtle about it. Like, yeah. nobody no, no, in the no, restaurant no, no, no. knew. Just many candy. How does she say? Well, I'm not in character yet. I need to I need to, I need to. build up to it. Because you were almost, you, you know it. which character you were? You were the guy sitting next to their table like, oh, this girl. <sighs> That that's the the hard eye roll. Like happy birthday, Candace. You know the rest of us are just trying to eat a little, uh, you know, grilled salmon with with vegetables. Can you <laughs> calm down? I get it. It's your birthday. It's very it's important to you. I'm so the rest of us this. care far less. Her name was Dusty, actually. <laughs> I've always that wanted to be. That sounds right too. That's <laughs> like the Dusty was like fifty. Her name was probably like Jennifer, right? Because everybody roughly my age was <laughs> named either Jennifer, Michelle, or, or Heather. Barbara. <laughs> but Barb's or a Karen. little. Barb's like sixty, yeah. right? But Jennifer's, Heather's, and Michelle's. Like mm-hmm. my high school was nothing but those three girls, right? So at some point, Jenny, when she was like forty-one, goes, "You know what? I'm, I'm bringing out Dusty. Call me Dusty. Hey, girls. Hey, Jenny. Jennifer. Jen." Michelle, Miggy, what are you, Dusty over here now? Just hit me, hit me with Dusty. I guarantee you, that's dusty? about what it went. What's that, Emily? Was she, was she Dusty? I mean, she's fifty. Watch, see, that guy. I, I, I'm. Where's HR? Who do we complain to now when we have HR complaints around here? I Is don't I, think we have anybody. I think you have to. You and I just talk about it. God. We just you and I just talk it on about the air. It. Yeah, yeah. I um, feel like it's. Uh, I'm just excited that there is opportunities within that band. Like if you and I prove ourselves. 
We might have there a are gig spots every open, Wednesday please. night. What instrument would I? What, what would be my best chance? You have a chance at percussion or lead guitar. Well, that kind of that's the Take end of percussion. that. <laughs> well, I can hit the hit a drum. Yeah, I can't do it like on time or with any rhythm. No, or here's, the thing, here's the thing: how we can do it Maracas. is you can. We'll both do it. You're holding one, I'm holding one, and we're both just, we got to work do together. Do we share the little stool? <laughs> like, each of us gets half a butt cheek on the stool, and we you play the right arm, I and I play the left? <laughs> we need, a, we need, a, we need a piano bench. <laughs> we, <laughs> we need something a little larger. Can we bring bleachers in here? <laughs> something like that. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Uh, ask Amanda today, Slee. Or, or Ask Mandy, as Chris would like it branded. We're doing Ask Amanda slash Mandy, 12-15. So, Text uh, Bobby. See if Bobby has one. <laughs> yeah, she could little turnaround is fair play. Um, Greg is already starting to workshop some some questions that he okay. wants to put in during Ask Amanda. So if you've got one of those, go ahead and send it to me on Twitter, at Travis Rogers. You can send it to Slee as well, at Alan Sliwa. Um, Al, I, I'm getting kind of tired of being right all the time. It's getting a little tiresome where I have to constantly educate all of you on how dysfunction works. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So we're getting some good Ask Amanda's already. Yep. Ask Mandy. I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle with that. Slate. Get some I'm of that just, oatmeal. I'm, I, well, our breaks are eight seconds long. I'm getting like two bites per. I don't break. even go to the restroom anymore. <laughs> I got an email from HR saying, "Hey, you've gone to the restroom too many times. You've had too much water, and our breaks are not long enough to accommodate. So please plan your day better." When my bladder ruptures, who do I complain to? Like, um, this is. This is not working out for me anymore. I have a lot of complaints. This is a good idea. I didn't, I didn't think of this. This is from John in Huntington Beach. It says, uh, request, make Taylor's band perform at the Mandy's. Thanks. We don't have the, the problem is the budget. Taylor, would you give us a freebie? Yeah, I need a month of free rent. He needs a month of free yeah. rent. That's what everything comes down to these days. Well, I mean, if we scrape it together, we mm-hmm. could probably come up there, with something. Yeah, I understand, but what the... Uh, what would we have to do? Is, is that, right, is that the, the rate? I, between you Nothing. and I, we have $64 okay. right now cash in our okay. pocket. We'll get another 64 from Mason in Ireland, okay. 64 from Sedona with Cap. We're almost at 200 I'm sure Morales already has music arrangements. I'm sure he you does. Know. You know what you should do? do? Do you write your own music? Yeah. Okay. You should write a little theme song for Trav and Slee. Hmm. You should put together a, an original composition uh, for, for this specifically for this show. Okay. You don't seem that interested. I am. Okay. The, the wheels are turning. He's thinking about it. Yeah. He's contemplating. He's I think it. that's yeah. a pretty good idea. The it's lyrics bad. are popping up right? in my head. Because I, I know Mario um, had done some stuff for Max and Marcellus back in the day. Yep. That they used to play a lot. That yeah, was, Mario was Mario's great. Top notch. Yeah, yep. they, they, but very identifiable to mm-hmm. their show. And get, Mario gets his, his, his yep. art out in the world. And Morales writes a lot of his own music, <laughs> correct? 
You're full of them today. I like it. I like that you're just throwing little cannonballs into this pool. He writes a lot of his stuff. Yeah. And then if we get Taylor to write his own stuff for us, we're all set. I like it. Um, how, how long does it take to write a song? I, I, not that I need to tell you this. I know nothing about to, music or the process. Depends on the level them. of inspiration. Depends. You know. Okay, moderate inspiration. Not, so a, not a chore. Right but, now I do have moderate inspiration. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> channeling your moderate inspiration, will this take a week, a month, a year? What are we talking about? Uh, it could take a couple days, and then the production will be the... Would you play all the instruments, longest. or would you bring in the band? I, I don't I don't play percussion, so I play everything okay. else. Besides it's funny, because we, <laughs> Travis and I, we play percussion. Luckily, so. that's where you guys come in. Yep. Yeah, yeah we, well, just give us one track. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that? <laughs> works out perfect. That... It works so perfectly. You got you got a shooter and you got rebounders. You got it's like you basically have your own squad. Speaking of shooters and rebounders, did you see Key get his legs broken by Jay Will this morning? Okay, what was? I don't know the backstory to it. Uh-huh. Was Key running his mouth or something? Like was Key telling Jay Will, okay. "Hey, I can lock you up." I, I the short answer is I don't know, but I bet you I can guess and get really close knowing Key the way that I do. That Key said he can key, stop. Key's him. probably like I could not stop you, but I can stay in front of you at okay. least to a point. I key, because here's the thing. Yeah, I, there, I, know I have some thoughts. I've on told this. you this before. By the way, that was better than the Celtics Heat series. <laughs> it was. It was. So Key was the first round, uh, the first pick in the NFL draft um, for a reason. Because he he's one in yeah. several million the the things that he can do Athlete. athletically he's yep. he's a, he he ran the 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 marquee race on three margaritas okay and looked like an athlete doing it it's mm-hmm. just he's one of those guys he he was in here one day and he said I can jump up on that table flat footed we're like no no you can't on and, this table no, on Emily's table. It's much higher. Yeah, that was a little okay. higher. Okay, Emily, what is that, three and a half, four feet in the air? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just fly, whoop, bam, on the table. I mean, it, it, with no warm-up, no stretching, like he's he's one of those guys. So yeah, I've And told, he did it? And he did it. Just boom, done. Like I told you. They, so when he says he can do something, I've gone from, oh, he's just talking to he he's can probably, probably can do it. Do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I've heard him talk about his basketball ability. I've seen him do a lot of things athletically. So I'm sure it was one of those. No, I can. I can hang. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do whatever you want to me. And then Jay Will went out there, and it's on. It's on well, the Keyshawn, Jay I, Will, and Max uh, Twitter feed. Jay Will crossed him over, and Key falls flat on his ass. It's terrific. I have a couple. I, I have a couple thoughts on this. I mean, first off, yeah, I'm watching it right now. Why is Jay Will, why is it such a hard step to the right? Like, he is, he's playing like he was taken on North Carolina. Uh-huh. His jab step, I'm like, it's just, it's going to be okay. But that jab step was, this is, this is Duke, Maryland in the ACC championship game. Okay. Second part he's of it is. He's trying to get him to fall. That's why. Second part <laughs> of it is, bro, Key's body moved. His legs didn't. Well, you've heard the expression, right? The mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. His brain knew I want to go over there, but his legs like, nah. His legs. We're just going to fall on the ground instead. His legs were just concrete into the hardwood. <laughs> like, we're not going anywhere, buddy. Right. Your body can take you wherever you want. He falls down. The last thing, Jay Will, got to hit the shot. I know. It's such a bummer that the shot I, you didn't know what's go funny? in. You know what I thought you were going to say about that? You say, Al, oh, it doesn't matter. No, I completely Got to hit the you. shot, right? And you absolutely have to hit the shot. 
So I, I took uh, missed I, an eighteen footer. I took great pleasure in texting Key after seeing that this morning and and giving him a little bit of a hard time. It took him about a quarter of a second to text me back with another video of him knocking down jumpers. Oh yeah, no, then you so got like, no, no, yeah, here, here, here's what it is. Got to show the whole thing. Could I, I? I know for a fact I couldn't cross you over because he, I have. He looks like he's in good shape, Key. Like right now, yeah. he looks like he's in good shape. Sure, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, crossover, crossover. Yeah, I, I, I have no handle. I couldn't do it to you. Could you cross me over? I'm certainly clumsy enough to fall. I'm t- but do I'm, you have I'm gonna handle? tell you. I'm gonna tell you why I wouldn't be able to cross you over. I don't think you would move. So I don't think there's gonna be like you're not at risk of falling because you're not gonna move. We've talked about going to play a pickup game before, <laughs> and that how you're not gonna play any defense, and you're the guy three in the corner. Three point line to three point line. Yeah, three point line, three point line. Right. Yeah. So how are you going to but fall on your? You know what? If we're doing one on one. Right, if we and we got a little bet going on, like, and I and I want to win the bet, yep. not, not just like. First of all, trying's bad for my luck. Like, t- that's that's for suckers. I don't see your knees bending. <laughs> I don't see your no, knees. I, no, I, I can get a defensive position. I can I can get out there, knees bent, hands out to my side, up and down. Mm-hmm. I, I I played a little high school basketball. I know what to do. I just choose not to do it. Slap the hardwood. Uh, yeah, uh, that would be a challenge. I don't know if I could get low enough to do get that. But do you have enough handle just to get, get like going one on way hardwood. and then go back the other way and get me? If I were trying to defend you, I'm not fast enough to where I'm going to cross you over. Will I get by you? I'll get by you, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not no, no, fast no. enough. There's no question you'd get by me. I'm not fast enough to cross you over think... and all of a sudden kind of. Because what I would do if it did happen, the one thing Jay Will didn't do. Why didn't you stare at Key while he was down there? <laughs> yeah, Before you take the shots. Before you take the shot. Before you take take the shot. shot. I, if I'm Jay Will, I don't. You got to make it. Got to make you the gotta shot. You got to knock I'm the so shot. I'm so happy down. you're saying that. Yeah, because you know, I, I'm telling you what I thought you were going to say. I think you say, Al, you take this too serious. Al, you are you you really care about whether that shot went in or not? It makes it look so much better when you hit the shot. When we watch these games in the NBA, and James Harden crosses over, who was it? I forget who it was. Um, he it's had been a one, while. He hasn't done it. He had one against the seasons. Clippers. It's been definitely a while. <laughs> he did it one against Clippers. I, I'm forgetting the player that he did it on. Former Laker, by the way. And he stopped, gathered himself, looked at the dude. The dude started getting up and then took the jumper. There are kind of levels to it. You know what I mean? You have to make it. Gotta hit the I, I'm watching it, and he crosses him over down. Goes and and the, the my favorite part of it is when Jay Will goes to help him up. And Key's like, ah. Yeah, he knew. Yeah, he <laughs> it, was, knew. it was great. He knew. But if it goes down, Johnson, it's, a, it's a totally different dynamic. Just totally, totally different if that shot goes yeah, in. Yeah, and they were prepping for their 2v2 against Barton Hahn. They're going to play each other uh, in a 2v2 That's contest. That's ridiculous. That, they, are they really going to do that? Yep, they're really going to do that. In the next coming, yeah. I think it's next week. They the will, game's going to go up to 11. They'll win 11 to nothing. Jay Will's going to have 11 I was going to say, if Jay Will decides to try, they're going to win 11 to nothing. What was he, the second pick, Al- third, second or third, something, something like that? Like that. Yeah. Alan Hahn has some handles. He played Emily, in college. Stop. You know, I, oh, I, did he play I'm in co- Actually, I, I didn't stand. know that. I didn't know that. Did he play in college? Yeah, I, I, I have college. no idea. I have no idea. Jason Williams yep. was the player of the year in college basketball and was, the, I believe, the second pick in the NBA draft. See, this is where people say, I, I pitched in college. You think I get Mookie Betts out? <laughs> no. If you Who's an old baseball player? George Brett. Okay? I I picture go- he's George Brett. That's Jason Williams. To be honest, he can't to play. be honest, off of this is Key better than Bart. Yes. To be honest, 
Emily sold me. I'm with Han and Bart. They, look, I understand that you immediately <laughs> throw my theories out the window. If I ask you about it in a half hour, you'll change your mind because you're not even listening. But but at least in the moment, I know you go. This drives me. No, that's going to be eleven nothing. It, that, it that drives me crazy. Oh no, he's pretty. He's good for a guy. He's not the second pick in the NBA draft. Just yeah. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Okay, Al. So. In the last day, we have discovered that Terry Stotts is advanced to the finalists of the interview Mm -hmm. portion, that he does not fancy himself as an assistant coach. He does not want to do that. Mm we know I don't blame him. that no, 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 nor do I. Um, that there are reports that Darvin Ham is the choice of the uh, Phil Jackson, Kurt Rambis faction of the collective brain trust that's going on. Mm-hmm. There is a report that LeBron would rather have a Doc Rivers as mm-hmm. their coach. So here we are. Another week or two has gone by. Yep. A month or so has gone by, and we have three different camps in the building saying, "No, I like Ham. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, I, I like Stotts and." I like Doc Rivers. This is exactly the thing that I was worried about, the too many cooks in well, the kitchen. I, I don't think we're surprised by it, right? Because this, this has been part of the conversation. This has been one of the issues with the Lakers is there's kind of this mindset of, all right, at the end of the day, who's going to make that final decision? Do you know whose opinion I care about? There's one name you didn't name in that entire circle. You named Kurt Rambis. Mm-hmm. You named Phil Jackson. Uh, Magic a couple days ago talked about how this is where the trend of the NBA is going. You get former players. Look at the last four teams left. Obviously, he was probably gearing towards Darvin Ham. And then you mentioned LeBron's name. I didn't hear Palenka's name. I didn't hear Rob in that. In, in all the names that you mentioned, I didn't hear Palenka. I mentioned this to you before. The only thing I really care about, it's not don't go get Bron's opinion. It's not don't go get Phil Jackson is, is advising, giving his opinion on who should be the next coach. Kurt Rambis obviously is doing the same thing. Planka, what do you want? Planka, this could be your final hire with the Lakers. What do you want to do? And I, I, I kind of sit here. If you told me right now, hey, Al, why don't you pick between these two coaches, Doc Rivers or Darvin Ham? Because it sounds like that's those have been – if Doc's available, then they would go after him. If he's not, Darvin Ham would be maybe the leading candidate. All I care about is, Palenka, your decision is going to be based off of the decision you make could determine your future with the Lakers as far as front office operations. I don't know if last season, what 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 camp do you think Palenka was on for, for Russ? I don't know. But it sounds like there was a lot of influence from LeBron and Anthony Davis mm-hmm. and, the, uh, and Clutch Sports. At the end of the day, that's a perfect example of just go pick who you think is the right person. And I'm not saying don't go get the opinions and everything else, but that's the one name I didn't hear in that in that whole mix. That is a astute and reasonable um, analysis of the situation. The reality of it is, if you're in a room and there are four different people saying four different things, to come to your own conclusion is very difficult, especially if those people all have some juice in in, in the room. If we can say, oh, just pick the guy that you think, well, yeah, okay, you're, you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. But if this person that's very powerful is saying go right and the other person that's very powerful is saying going left and the other person that's very powerful is saying take a U-turn, it's really hard to figure out and separate all the noise and go do what I want to do. It's In a perfect world, yeah, but it's mm-hmm. not. This is And whoever he does pick, mm-hmm. there are two other people saying to do two other things, which means before that guy's even coached a game, mm-hmm. we're a, well, did we get the right guy? 
There's no unity. There's no there's no collective vision. And all of this stuff leaks out and all of this stuff comes around. There just doesn't seem to be somebody that's so got their hand on the wheel. What's different than when they hired Vogel? Not Isn't much. It kind of the same thing. Not much. It's not that different. Not at all. And it's you know. And, and if, by the, by if, the way, three years later, he's fired. And if it's if it's Braun and his camp say, hey, "Go get Ty Lue, mm-hmm. guys." I just won a championship with mm-hmm. this guy. I know what he can do. Okay, we're not going to offer him a five year deal. Right. Okay, Ty Lue's off the table. Go go get Monty Williams, past coach of the year. Um, we're not going to offer him a five year deal. They end up with Frank Vogel. The reason why I set it up like that, Trav, nothing's changed. So nothing's changed from what happened a few and years what was ago the result? They to got, where we're sitting today. They got a title, which I, I understand, and great, and I'm not throwing cold water on it, but that was a really nice confluence of events that came together. The two years after that, not great. Nothing you could, right. And moving forward, probably in a less advantageous position than they were two years ago. Not even probably. They definitely are. We'll continue the conversation because I think I think there's a lot going on there with do all of these voices, Magic, Phil Jackson, Kurt Rambis, yep. do is it helping or hurting the process? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. I'll take number two and use the restroom. No question. <laughs> Deal. I'm, look, I'm, I'm fine. I, I, I'm good. I just want to be able to walk around. Yeah, that's and, all. You know, wet my whistle and go use the bathroom when I need to. I don't think that's asking Sometimes a lot. Sometimes I'm thinking maybe uh, you go to the gym real quick. <laughs> it is pretty amazing, though. Chris is right. Come back 10 minutes later. We, did we, have, we haven't left so far today. We well, have no, not. Your breaks are eight seconds, so you can't leave. <laughs> no, it's hard. <laughs> but for the most part, yeah. A bucket? I actually said something to Slee the other day. Slee, like, you literally are up every single break. Yeah. Just want a little refresh. Isn't that... Isn't that what you do during a break? It's called a break. The man drinks his coffee. He loves his coffee. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's, it's got all this water here. I mean, like the, the, the rejoins are playing, and here comes Slee walking in the door. Okay, well, you, you do agree with this. They're very short breaks. They are short breaks. That's, that's, that's so, all we wanted. You know. That's all we wanted, just to admit that they're a little shorter than... We're just gonna have, we're gonna have to come up with an alternative, right? With the the breaks, which is fine. I, I agree with Chris's general statement. We'll get that, a porta potty uh, right there. There's something. Just bring it in here. Just put it in the corner over there. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm willing. I'm not. I'm it's not shy. Better for the listeners. We'll do it. We'll do it. It is. It better is for better for the listeners, I, Emily. I you're absolutely that. right. I agree with no, that. We know that. When we, I'm watching TV, I want my breaks to be as short as possible. No commercials. 
Can you guys do a commercial-free show like Mason Ireland did? I, I – no. <laughs> well, but you still – wait, wait, wait. You, you guys still were Thank able you for to – being use, honest, though. Yeah, you guys were able to still use the restroom, right? Like no, you guys nobody – they did not get up once. I thought, I thought you guys would just do it anytime someone needs to go. You guys would just all still talk together, right? We were going to do that, correct, but nobody got up. That's pretty for impressive. The, for the whole three hours. I, mean, I would have I, three hours is manageable no, I because I, I mean I don't I get up every three hours in the middle it. of the night. I just need to cut myself off with the coffee at around yeah. seven as opposed to nine fifty five. It's just it's it, it's a. I mean, you do have a, a lot thing. of coffee. Track. Got I do. Like, you we do have a lot of. Coffee. We got a new coffee machine over there. You know how stupid I am with the coffee machine. And I tell you, I told Greg this this morning. So. Um, there's this brand new fancy coffee machine that makes like mochas and lattes yep. and cappuccinos. It's, it's great. It, it's fantastic. It makes delicious coffee. And it'd been in the office for a week or 10 days or whatever it is. And all of a sudden it air quotes doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Coffee that's coming out. It's really weak. It's like, it's almost just water. There's barely, barely any coffee at, at all. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, okay, it's broken, whatever. I, I don't know how to fix it. So I'll just go to the old coffee pot and Got the backup start one. making yep. that thing. And I, I said something to somebody, and they look. It was Funches. Funches, Funches says, "Trav, it's just out of beans." Like, oh yeah, that 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 would make a difference. I guess I guess there's not an infinite supply of beans in the inside of that coffee. Of course, it needs beans. Did you think that that machine needed beans? I have no idea what's going. on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what I, I just go the touch screen, so the button's obvious. there. I stand there, and I'm just like, okay. Uh, I mean, something's wrong the here. Plug it in. The beans just are there. I am an That's all idiot. We're asking for. An idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Magic beans. <laughs> just infinite beans. You just fill it with beans once, and you never no, ever have to do it because it's plugged again. in. Once it's plugged in, it <laughs> it makes it makes its, its own thing. Creates its own beans. beans. Yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> perpetual motion machine of coffee beans. <laughs> it just continues to create one cup of coffee. Creates the next. everybody I, knows that. You're such an idiot. I'm so stupid. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I sounded a little bit like Scotty from Boogie Nights. There. I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. I did that for you, Chris. There you go, Brian in Oxnard. Brian, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, so I wanted to call to kind of see if I'm the only one that's dealing with anxiety issues over here. Uh, during the playoffs, Boston beat the Nets. I thought somehow, some way, Kevin Durant was going to figure it out and knock him out. Then they played the Bucks after that, I believe, and that went seven games. Yep. I thought, ah, uh, I think Giannis will take him out. We don't got to worry about them getting an 18th ring. Well, now they're on the verge of making the NBA Finals, and I tried calling a couple weeks ago when they were playing Milwaukee to ask this same question to you guys. Am I the only dude in California or in the L.A. area that's kind of freaking no. out that we just tied him back in 2020 with LeBron and the bubble title? Finally tied him after all these years, our whole lives growing up, at least for all of us here, uh, trying to get there to tie him with ring count. Now they're about to maybe get another ring and one-up us again. Am I the only Laker fan kind of freaking out over here? All right, Brian, appreciate you, uh, appreciate you calling in. First off, no, you're not the only Laker fan freaking out. Plus... I don't think I'm going to help the conversation of you uh, having less anxiety. So think about this, Trav. Think about this, that the Celtics, are they built just for this year? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. They're going to be in the NBA Finals. That's just, I think, highly likely. I think that's going to happen by the time tomorrow's all said and done. They had to go through. They're going to win by 20 or 25. (laughs) Can't wait to watch. Think think about this. Swept the Brooklyn Nets, beat the Bucks obviously, in seven, and will take on the Miami Heat. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't get any really they got breaks. A, they got the a, entire about way. as tough a path as you could okay, get. Okay, then you're going to have the Golden State Warriors in the finals. Mm-hmm. Can the Warriors beat them? Of course they can. 
Um, it's a good series. That's a really good series. If there's one thing I'm going to give Boston a little bit of credit for, they have – bro, they got the – I don't know if size is the right example on this. They got wings that are real wings. Mm-hmm. Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, your point guard, and they got, some, they got pretty much everything. So I, I think there's a lot of Laker fans that are watching these NBA playoffs saying, uh, yeah, this doesn't look good. And the worst part about it, I think, in the Celtics case is – they're built. They're I, built for a, a little bit. I had not thought of it quite like you just laid out, the fact that they went through Brooklyn and then Milwaukee and well, now Miami impressive. and potentially the Warriors. impressive that, that is four really good teams. Okay, and Brooklyn was a little bit weird because of Kyrie, but four really good teams. So yeah. if they do that, they it's it's about as legit as it gets. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, and this may, may, may want to make some Laker fans revoke my Laker fan card, which whatever. I don't really look this is the Celtics and Lakers the the rivalry that they have mm-hmm. the rivalry that started back in the 60s and ran basically through the end of the 1980s yep. was because they kept beating each other you know at the beginning it was the Celtics just beating the Lakers and the Lakers couldn't get over the hump they finally and then all of a sudden the magic era comes around and they have the great back and forth with Larry Bird and then it really stopped happening and, yep. until the Kobe years and it, it you know they got a couple there but they haven't been in direct competition for a really – I don't feel the Celtics like I did when I was a kid. When I was – when it was Mad, – I Magic Johnson's my favorite Laker of all time. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird was the player I've hated more than any player in that I've ever watched the NBA. I, I wanted Larry Bird to play awful every single time I watched him because Larry Bird was in the way. I don't feel like that with the Celtics because the, the Lakers aren't here and then the Celtics are or the Lakers are there and the Celtics aren't. I, I don't feel it the way I used to. In the 80s, absolutely. But now it's just it's just another team from the other side of the draw. I don't feel it like that so anymore. So you, you, you can't feel it the way you used to, but I think you pay attention to the total. Not for me. I do. I, I, I don't. I it, mean, when, it's funny. When Lakers won, when they won 17. Yeah. That was a big deal. Hey, they caught the Boston Celtics. So I'm just going back a couple years ago. Yeah. Just from my perspective. Yeah, no, I right? get it. From my perspective of, damn, they finally caught them. It wasn't just winning a championship. You actually tied the Boston Celtics. We, we were doing, this is a perfect example. All year long, do you remember what we were playing on the station? This is before we figured out that, yeah, we're probably not going to win championship number 18. Mission 18. Yeah. Right? There was this right. kind of theme of you're going to surpass the Boston Celtics. I agree. It doesn't hold the same weight that it used to. Yeah, but I think every Laker fan does pay attention. Not everyone. To, <laughs> I, I think yeah. I think there's a lot of Laker fans that do oh, I pay think more attention feel to like you than like me. The Celtics and eventually be passing the Lakers. Yeah, I think, like I look at Brad Stevens or Ime Udoka or or, sure. or Jalen Brown or any of those guys. Marcus like, Smart. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. I mean, they're good players, and I'd rather the Lakers win than not win. But I don't. It's good squad. I don't look at them differently than I look at the Miami Heat, other than the uniforms kind of remind me of Larry Bird. Back. You don't in the look day. them. You don't look at them not differently. Really. No. I really. Don't. No. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't battled in over ten years, and that was just a quick little one that after was... twenty years of not doing it. Why? Well, actually, I th- I thought. The 2008 to 2010, yeah, they played definitely twice. brought they, back. They yeah, played twice in the finals. Me. You lost one, you won the other one in Game yeah. Seven here. Didn't hit me like that. It, it, it went, because I didn't. I mean, I, I don't like Paul. Pierce, I think if you're comparing it, maybe that's what you're, it is. If you're trying to compare it back to the 80s, I don't think you'll ever get that. The NBA is just not structured that way anymore. Probably not. Right? Like two dominating teams from the East Although and the West. Although you get dominant always teams. You get, I mean, we had a long Cavs run. and the Warriors. The Cavs and the Warriors. They played mm-hmm. a million times in a row. And, they, you know, it was LeBron against Steph and Clay, And mm-hmm. it just doesn't hit me like that. It, mm-hmm. it did for the 80s, but it doesn't anymore. Palmdale. Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Mike? 
Hey, what up, guys? Trav, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I'm a Laker fan. I also I also like the uh, Clippers as an L.A. guy, you know what I mean? Um, but I'm actually, I, I think I, I'm rooting for uh, Celtics to win this one. And I know everybody listening right now is probably thinking I'm crazy, but, uh, I mean, it, it's not the same. Lakers aren't even in the, in the mix right now, so... I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Celtics. I like the way that they brought up Jason Tatum and a couple other of their young guys, and they're just uh, they're rolling with it. And like you guys said, they played some great teams to uh, get to that championship if they could pull it off in the next game. So um, yeah, they're gonna I, get I, there. I think that's a little overrated. Mike, I, I think the it, Mike's looking at it more from he respects what the Celtics are doing. Well, I, I I don't question that the way they put together their team, the way they've kind of structured over the last couple of years, it is impressive. And their their structure, their way of doing it is a lot different. Remember when they went out and got Kyrie? And then before you know it, Kyrie was gone. It was like, yeah, that didn't work. It may happen again. <laughs> went out and got Kimball Walker. Yeah, it didn't work either. And then they traded Al Horford, brought him back to the uh, to the Celtics. They, they've, it's impressive what they're doing. Hey, did you see? Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Percussion, huh? bongos like uh do i need to have like a full kit what what sort of um percussion do i need to provide to be a member of does your band have a name uh yeah we're the country cartel country cartel yeah all right to get into the cartel how much skill do i need do i can i just stand there with a tambourine is that percussion just be able to you know keep a beat and yeah, was it millie carry Vanilli? a tune in the bucket were they the ones that were just always playing recorded tapes uh, i think they had other people like they're like lip syncers i Who's think this? millie, millie Vanilli. Vanilli. Back in the day, yeah, they we could. We could somebody else recorded the songs, and they had the look, and they would. Sing no, did it. it at one point? They were doing some kind of a live. It might even been on TV or something like that. And the tape. That happens. What are you going to do? Sometimes the record gets real. a scratch. It looked it, real. It, it happens. Tryouts this week. Yeah. Okay. Did you see that New York now has more Airbnb listings than apartments for rent? Damn. So, would you want to live next to an Airbnb, Trav? No, I, I wouldn't. It, uh, I like using an Airbnb. I, I've, I've stayed in a handful of them over the years, but I, I would not want to live next to a place that's constantly having people move in and out, even though it's not like a full move where you're moving in couches and refrigerators and things. But if there's always a new guy next door, and if you're at an Airbnb, more often than not, you're on vacation or having a good time, probably a little loud. I like my neighbors to be there for as long as possible and not know anything about them. That's the, that's the ideal setup. A couple ways to look at it. One way to look at it is... We got a little party going on, huh? Why don't you come invite me over? You gonna go knock on the door? Just go knock on the door. Hey, that music sounds good. Is that tacos I smell back there? I'm very jealous because when I hear that, I definitely don't want to live near an Airbnb. But damn, do I want to just own one? Can I get one of those under my belt? I think it's the model of it and people obviously vacationing and everything else, these short-term rentals. It doesn't sound like that's what you want to be next to. No. Of course, it sounds like something that you want. You'd rather have one of those. You want to own one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's different. 
Oh, that, yeah. That's different than living next to one. Living that, that sounds awful. You might have even if a three. Like, or I'd like four, to own a gas station. I don't. I don't want it next to my house. <laughs> <laughs> three or four of them, right? Three or four of the guests that you're going to get. They might be great. Yeah. Quiet, respectful. All you need is that one person to come for that weekend. That's way too loud, and you're like, "This is I, hell." I know it's lucrative, but I've heard that being a landlord is a monster. Yeah. So my the, my landlord actually had difficulty filling a room one time, and he was just filling it with Airbnb guests for about a year there. And we had a guy for probably a month. We called him Scary Terry, who <laughs> would put down a bottle of Jack or I think Captain Morgan every night and just leave the microwave in in a mess with a spaghetti sauce and just random. Random wait, wait, occurrences wait. would Was happen during the night. Wait, wait, with <laughs> spaghettios everywhere. This in the is, bathroom, everywhere. This is, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. This is living in your place. Yeah, in my it's home. The funniest my thing house. she's ever said, and you guys are just blowing by it like it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Chris? Is that what she said? Yes. Yep. <laughs> did you hear that? I know you heard that. The spaghettios. No, but did you hear? This is in his own place. Yeah. yeah. So He's I rent out a room in a house. A room. No, I no. What? I, Look, I have a couple empty rooms in my house right now. My kids are gone. Yeah, nobody's. I'm not. I don't. I don't need a border. But we I, had I good guests too, up until that guy, and that was kind of the last straw. Well, that's, oh, that's the thing. Weird. You you'll get some good, yeah. more good than bad. But all mm. it takes is is a scary yeah, terrier too, and you're you're out. Okay, next up. Did you see that there are good a job, lot- Emily? Very funny. <laughs> Chris is just getting it from all over today. <laughs> Did you see there are limestone mines in Missouri that were converted into storage units for government cheese? So there are 1.4 billion pounds of government cheese hundreds of feet below Springfield, Missouri. This reminded me of high school when they would feed us government cheese on our sure. burgers, chili, yep. you know, whatever whatever you're having with cheese on it. So what was your favorite school lunch, Slee? Okay, this is, I know, for us to go back to this, Arby's used to come in every Friday. <laughs> Not kidding. The beef and cheddar. The beef and cheddar. Okay. They the came into your school? How, would, how does this how does not that... come up when we were talking about Arby's? They used to get it every Friday. So I think I mentioned the last time I had it was like 15 years ago. I know that was Right, way, but then you could have been just stopping by an Arby's. <laughs> um, I don't know how it didn't come up, but it didn't come up. I don't think that was my favorite of all the meals. They used to have... Well, they, they have other restaurants come in too? Olive Garden? They used to have Subway. Subway would come in as well. Nobu. They would Spago. do a, into your school. Wow. Yeah, they would come. I don't know how they would do it. Bougie. Um, the the cinnamon rolls they used to have in the cafeteria, just these big cinnamon rolls that were just so bad yeah, for you. chili, right? So bad for you. But they were kind of the, uh, they had the big cookie and they had a cinnamon roll. Cinnamon roll is probably my favorite one. There were two for me. Put and, the beef and, and one... cheddar on it. <laughs> One, I think, is probably pretty traditional, like elementary school lunch fair. That little rectangular piece of pizza that you would get. Yep. Right? Underrated. Right. Very. I, when it was pizza I day. I think it's properly rated. A hundred percent. I was all over that. It was like the, it's a little bit smaller than an envelope, right? Just a, a little bit smaller than your standard, like, greeting card envelope. And it was bland, and it was completely missing all of the things that make pizza great. But I loved it. it I looked forward to pizza day. And the one that didn't come around very often and in retrospect, just awful. But I loved it as a kid. There would be a sloppy Joe day, like once oh, yeah. or twice a year, and I loved the sloppy yeah, that Joe. Didn't sound good. It, I'm, I'm sure it was that dreadful, but as a eight year old in third grade, I was all about the sloppy Joe for sure. All right, so I think I, I've told the story before, but for those 
that are listening that haven't heard it before. I my in middle school on Tuesdays and Thursdays used to be calzone day. So one day would be cheese calzone, one day would be pepperoni calzone. Some of the best calzone you've ever heard of. <laughs> it was amazing. Cafeteria. Loved it. The, loved calzone day. One day I was so excited to eat it, I almost choked on this calzone because the cheese you got stuck in my mouth. Down it. You've no. told a lot of stories about choking and self heimlichs. <laughs> I'm going to need you to adopt the, the philosophy of. Cut a piece of food, chew it, <laughs> put the fork down, swallow the food, and then cut another bite. I'm worried about you. But this is how excited I was for these calzones. They were my favorite thing, and I still dream about them to this day, and they are not my nightmare. You go back to school. Do you dream about elementary school calzones? Every day. Middle school calzones. Every middle school, excuse me. Okay. Yes, I do dream right. about them because they were so good. This is what we should do. We should find local middle schools around here, take a kid there. under the table, have him get her. A local calzone from a middle school. <laughs> Seems like a lot of work for a middle school, a calzone. I mean, maybe just fold that piece of pizza in half I think and you understand call it a the calzone. chefs that they had back there. <laughs> well, you got taken at your elementary school. I couldn't be more impressed with that. That's cool. One more, Taylor? One more. Did you see that one in three women and one in four men suffer, suffer from arachnophobia or the fear of spiders? So this makes it the most common phobia along with the fear of snakes, heights, and flying Travis Lee, what's your yeah, most irrational fear? Awful. Um, All of that sounded awful. What sounded awful? The whole thing. The list. Um, I don't have spiders. I, I'm not scared of spiders. Okay, I'm not but, scared of snakes. But when you see a spider. Step on it and keep it moving. Brave. It's jacked yeah. up. I mean, it's, it's just, right? I mean, but, and if I saw a big it, spider. It, I mean, if it's a. If it's, if it's like the size where there's going to be a little crunch action. Yeah, step on it and keep it moving. Just get a paper towel, a piece of Kleenex, pick it up, throw it in the trash, keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. Uh, snakes. Nah, I mean, I'd, I'd, if I saw a rattlesnake sure. in my living room, it yeah. would scare me. But whatever, keep it. You know, and get you it grew out. up with a python. The f- the height one can't do it. Can't. can't I I can't not do it. I don't want to sit on the window on an airplane. I don't. I, I think oh, I told really? you. I, t- I think I've told you the story. My first job out of college. Even was, a window on an airplane freaks I you I out. Can, I can see that. I have to close the shade. If I get that seat, immediately close the shade. I'm done. I, I just. Uh, I as long as I don't see it, it doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. My first job out of college was downtown, right here in L.A. What you, uh-huh. I, it's, got a, it's the Aon building, that A-O-N, tall skyscraper here in L.A. We were on, like, the 62nd floor. Mm-hmm. I worked for a company called Canon Astro, selling fax machines and copiers and that kind of stuff. You're Remember? still there. 37 years <laughs> right. you've been there. Um, and they give me a cubicle in, in the Aon building, 62nd floor, right against the window. I'm like, nope. Hard to give. I want one in the middle of the room. I don't want to see any of this stuff. I cannot do it. It's always freaked me out. Heights I'm okay with. Well, I've told you I've gone skydiving. Never. I can only imagine Never. what that would be with you. I, and I, the worst part no. about the skydiving, the anticipation. So you're sitting on the plane, Trav, and they kind of roll up the door. It's it's kind of one of it's almost like a garage, I right? I literally got like sick to my up. stomach. As and let's say that. you're seven or eight deep. That means seven people have to jump before you do, and you keep getting closer and closer to the edge. You'd hallucinate. I, 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 I think it's it. some of the creatures, you know, like uh, what about claustrophobia? No, I'm okay really with that. Good at that. I'm okay. You ever gotten an it's MRI? More, it's more. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that that after about 15 minutes in that tube, it's like I, 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 I'll fall asleep. I'm ready. It's so loud. Yeah, that I, I'm I'm ready to come out of that thing. Like for 10, yeah, okay. But I've had a I've had the wall an inch from my face for mm-hmm. 20 minutes. I'm I'm out of there. I don't like that. I'm afraid of deer. I'm irrationally deer? afraid of deer. Yeah. What, you want to want to get Lyme disease? <laughs> that. They're I was dangerous. in Connecticut. That's where it came from. And then also I, I'm afraid Silent of hitting killer. on deer, and I'm also afraid of deer. Just They just freak me out. So it's less good. likely to happen here. So you're it's at – Very much less likely. We're at a – because this happens in L.A. You're at a golf course. 
you see some deer out there, what do you do? Uh, heck no. Gonna try as much to avoid so, them. But are you scared of it like it's gonna do something? Yes, I'm afraid it's gonna come, it's gonna move, it's gonna do something and come at me. They don't do that. They don't do that. <laughs> I've seen deer yeah. that it just encroach. I don't know. It's just, it's Where? rational for a reason. You sure you weren't watching like Bambi or something that scarred you as a kid? Deer are pretty docile creatures. Look up Nara Park in Japan. You're not gonna like that. <laughs> no thanks. N A R A? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go there right now. 20 years ago today, Sliwa was ecstatic, and Taylor, well, less so. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.